Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Once again, Midflight Brawl is brought to you by our good mates at Heaps Normal. Delicious, refreshing, award-winning, non-alcoholic beer. Oh. Uh, mate, you know all about it, Heggy. The World Beer Awards, world's best non-alcoholic beer for the quiet XPA. Mate, do I ever. I'm, I'm getting a four-pack this Wednesday. A full can of heaps normal do just as much damage to the side of a fucking cockroach bus on Caxton Street <laughs> as any sort of beer. So get around it. Probably bounce back straight to your hand. You'll be sober enough to catch it, slug mm. it, move on. Bloody good stuff. Full cans of beer, the Queensland confetti. Get a handful <laughs> ready <laughs> when you see those dirty New South Welshmen getting around. <laughs> the quiet, although it is, I reckon, throwing a can at a bus sober is worse. <laughs> Don't blame that on the heapses yeah. when you get dragged in by the filth. They've got the quiet XBA, another lager, the half-day hazy, but the new one, this is what I'm pumped about, winter time, this is what you want, a coffee-run stout. Non-alcoholic stout. There is a lord. Yes. And it's come in the form of a non-alcoholic beer. Coffee run stout. Get to heapsnormal.com. Chuck in duty free at checkout and get your lips around some. Mm. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty-free and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-air madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-air brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf. At LAX, thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that started the... Why the fuck is this talking to me? I hope this crashes. Out the fucking door! Welcome to Mid-Flight Brawl. Any tip rat can fly now, and here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. How you going, mate? Mate, living the dream. Sitting yeah. at home. Yeah. Whole family's out. How good. Oh, nice. Yeah, We've got too. about an hour or two to do this, yeah. stare at the wall for eight seconds, and then they'll come back in screaming. Oh, but yeah. What a time it is. Then it's on. Yep. I remember that. Mate, you're, you're coming to the end, grot. Oh, yeah. The, the, the wheels are falling off, grot. Yeah. Are these the last shows of it? Last show, Friday night, the 23rd. It'll be uh, tomorrow night by the time this comes out. So if you happen to hear this and you're in Sydney, get to the Comedy Store in the in the illustrious entertainment quarter, 7 p.m. Friday, nice and early for Australians. Still get to bed on time and uh, get around that. Oh, one more in Wollongong the following week and then done, moving on, trying to write a new show. Who, well, mate, and know, then – Who knows? Who knows? But we know next month, July 14th, the 7 p.m. and 9 p.m. shows in Brizzy sold out. Good Chat Comedy Club. They went months ago. We're pumped for that. But the next day, July 15th, we're taking it to FNQ. Well, is Townsville FNQ? Does that get 
Yeah, Does that get roped into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty far north. I reckon. Yeah. I reckon a lot of people think anything north of the sunny coast is FNQ. Wow, sunny coast is FNQ, really. <laughs> Once you go past, yeah, <laughs> past the airport in Brisbane, you're in FNQ. FNQ, Townsville though, we're doing stand up and a live mid-flight brawl as a part of the Ripper Grapes and Mirth gig mm. up there, July 15th. So midflightbrawl.com for tickets to that. Damn straight. But, uh, mate, what's been happening? Well, uh, just been firing the Fal- f- the Falcon up again this week because the ashes mm. are on. So I watch a bit of that late at night while I'm working. Yep. And then um, the State of Origin, obviously, on Wednesday, that's going to get oh, an yeah. absolute pounding at my house. Yeah. You're getting yelled at quite hard. Mate, not, and, not too uh, – don't yell at it too loudly. You'll knock it over. Well, the Alpha Falcon. You'll put it out the window. It's found itself in our. You know, I I checked the uh, Patreon messages spasmodically, and mm. uh, there's a uh, tow truck driver who is a patron of ours. Thanks very much, mate. And he mm. he went and picked up a, a stolen car for the filth. Yeah, and there was a stolen television in the boot. Guess what brand? <laughs> for Falcon. Yeah, it's a stolen for Falcon. <laughs> nice big one. So. <laughs> Hope he's enjoying his new for Falcon. Well, in a box or stolen from a house? I think in a box. I'm not sure. I'm not 100%. Wow. That's the way I read it. But yeah, <laughs> brand new stolen TV. I was, yeah, I was going to say, I'm torn on that because if you're going to steal a big screen TV, for Falcon would be easy just due to how fucking light it is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but the downside is, yeah. do you want to get arrested for something under 400 bucks? Yeah, I yeah, I don't know. You know what I mean? If you're going to steal, go big. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for Falcon's just as good as any other television, though. They're all the same. I don't know if they are. No? You still rocking a plasma? No, no, no. I'm not rocking a plasma, but like an OLED screen. Yeah. True black, mate. You know, individually lit pixels. Ah. Fucking unbelievable. Technology's amazing. How, how good are your eyes compared to mine? Because fucking hell, man. It's bullshit well, that there's a big enough difference. I, I know. I a man it. with no glasses is talking to a bloke with a pair on. So I reckon That's a only bit for better. reading, though. <laughs> like I can watch a movie. It's the same with all that sound bullshit. Yeah, nah. Yeah. Well, you're, you're nitpicking now. Conrad can tell the difference. The rest of us normal people, whatever. It's just yeah. good or bad, the yeah. end. Yeah, so. I uh, obviously growing up in Hoppers in the late 90s, early 2000s in the western suburbs of Melbourne there. Um, oh, but I've been to a say. few. I've I've been to a few houses with a like a six or seven speaker setup in the lounge room. Yeah, they got little sticks behind you. On the, <laughs> you're sitting on the couch and there's a little stick speaker behind you. Yeah. Don't move. You'll knock off the little tinny fucking Walkman speakers there. Exactly. Yeah, it's pretty they much an about. IMAX. Yeah, is it? Yeah. <laughs> Every screen's a big screen if you sit close enough. Just move the chair forward. How much TV do you watch? You need an IMAX setup in your house. Well, I've, Good mate, God. Do I've, something told, else. I've told you, I've, I'm unfortunately stuck in the middle of uh, two very different friendship groups, right? So on one side, I've got my wife, her family, and yourself that see my TV, a 55-inch screen, and they go, what are you fucking Neanderthal, bogan, fucking tip-rat cunt? Yeah. That should be all bookshelf. There shouldn't even be a screen in this house. I'd like to think your wife's family speak exactly like that. <laughs> no, the, well, I, you know what? I've added a bit of sauce, but I know. Yeah. The looks in their eyes are saying exactly that. <laughs> and then I go to my mates that I grew up with and they come over 
And they go, I'm 55 inch. I thought you're on a fucking billboard cunt. What are you doing? What is this puny fucking thing? Are you are you jobless? What's happened? Why don't oh, that, you get I mean, an that, actual fucking big that's, screen? That's the size of the TV you should get. You're on a billboard. You should have that size TV. <laughs> I'm on I'm on A3 posters at the, at the moment. So that's the size of my TV. <laughs> but I tell you, that's what that's what my mates are like. Signed up to the buddy Melbourne radio job. Get hit up with offers to buy in on a racehorse immediately. Oh yeah, man! Yeah. What big screen are you getting? <laughs> okay, man, it's not. <laughs> Everyone wants a piece of the action. I'm just sitting trying to enjoy a bit of telly, getting yelled at by both sides. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Caravan, get a new caravan outside your house first day. Mate, I'll tell you. And your signing bonus. Mate, speaking speaking of uh, speaking of radio, last Friday morning on uh, on Fox FM here in Melbourne. I was told I had the opportunity to uh, interview Conor McGregor. Yes. UFC superstar. Your hero. My actual hero. Um, and uh, turned out, well, interviewed him. We did a pre-record, 5.30 in the morning. And the night before, my co-host, Brendan Favola, had a beer launch. Got home at about 1 a.m., absolutely steaming. Mm-hmm. There were no heaps normals in sight, unfortunately. Yeah. Just some 5.2% pale ales that really smashed me around. It's too much, that. Yep. A few hours later, Conor McGregor's yelling at me for asking him about when his next fight is. He was fucking going off. And uh, then hang up. Everyone's a bit weird about it. Going, oh, shit, Cody, you all right? I thought he was your favorite. Turns out it was a prank. Yeah. Just some fucking impressionist. His name's Al Foran. He's actually the best one at Conor McGregor. Real good. Best impressionist of Conor McGregor. There's a best. Mate, been doing it for 10 years. He's so good. He's the best one out of all the ones I've heard attempted. I'm just surprised there's more than one. Yeah, there is one. Who cares? Yeah, but yep. go on. But uh, it was him and uh, Al Horan and uh, Al Horan, Al Foran. I've forgotten. Anyway, is he a looky likey as well? Can no, that top it? No, absolutely not. That's the best. Turn up bit at I parties. Reckon. They're the worst. Um, Even worse than impressionists are looky likeys. No, I was right. Al Foran. No, he's not a looky likey, but. Well, speak, speaking about this the other week, we want to want to do a land larrikins, right, on Conor McGregor. Yeah. He was in trouble again, accused again of another fucking grim assault. Mm. I tell you, we've just got to wait. Just wait it out. Oh, he's not finished. But, I mean, there's, there could be two parts in it. He, he's going to cross over and be in one of these episodes, I dare say. He'll be on a plane doing something stupid before long. 100%. hope so. Yeah. I saw the pictures. was looking at pictures of him at that fight where he bashed someone and then – the, yeah, the, uh, allegedly assaulted someone in the toilets or something. Hmm. And uh, he looks like Gal Dove from Sexy Beast. <laughs> no, he's not aging well. Young bloke. He looks like Ray Winston. Yeah. Circa 2000. Not good. Face not is getting look. older, but the teeth are getting younger. What? Yeah, how's that work? What's happening? Mm. <laughs> I don't know about younger, just more horsey, <laughs> yeah. Americanized teeth. They're getting brighter. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> It's the uh, um, wearing sunglasses in night at night. Yeah, well, my teeth are so bright. That's the new one. The uh, yeah, so let's let's wait a while. We'll let Connor get himself into some more alleged trouble. Uh, oh yeah, before putting together a well. A land problem is, you game. already know everything. You've been following your hero for so long. No, but you, you know don't. This will be no. this will be a little reversy. I'll get to present you. Yeah, okay. With all the news, cool. can't wait. And you will love it. To hear very, all about the life and times of the great man. He's been, he's been busy. Yeah, brilliant. 
Before we get into the uh, Air Beach week, though, if we're down the line from one another, Heggy has got a Zoom background with a, with a grim history attached. Mm. Uh, this one, see, this is the problem with this. You go, this looks like some sort of European mansion, but it can also be American new money oh, yeah. in Georgia or something. Could be a miniature. Oh, never know. <laughs> yeah, never know. Could be like the little Eiffel Tower in Brisbane, you know. Oh, yeah. Know. What's that? Where's that again? That's in uh, that's in Park Road, Milton. Oh, that's right, in Milton, the little yeah. Eiffel Tower near the ban- near the Bangkok Milton. I am. I'm gonna. I'm gonna back me. Go with the gun instinct here. I did say European castle at the start. Where are we, Heggy? We are in uh, the Ardennes, far north France, mm-hmm. where uh, none other than Michel Fournier bought a chateau with money he stole from another criminal. He and his wife sort of. They, they killed a woman who cut them in on a deal to rob a cemetery. The woman's husband wow. had shared a Fuck, this she'd shared a cell with Michelle in yeah. prison previously. And he's like, yeah, mate, I'll look after your wife when I get out. By killing her and taking her money. So dare to dream big, everyone. And then he and his wife, Michelle, just started Michelle just started abducting and killing young women around the chateau Fuck area and, and in Belgium, crossover. And uh Tragically died in 2021, respir- respiratory problems. So oh. only COVID came around 50 years earlier. You keep saying Michelle. I assume that's a French boy's name for some reason. Yeah, it's a boy. Yeah. Wow. Michael. Interesting. Yeah. Hey, you're, you're like this. Uh, on the weekend, saw a kid's birthday and it was for a, a girl, a little girl whose name was Matisse. Great. <laughs> Fantastic. That one... <laughs> I think it was from a while ago, but it popped back up in the news. There's a kid called Lucifer. And then there's a oh, sick. parents Where called was the kid that? Lucifer. And I think people are saying, look, don't, the kid's not going to get a job. But what is a job these days? So <laughs> whatever. Straight into Instagram somewhere. Oh, oh, it'll be at kid with the shit name and it'll be massive. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> what do, you, do you think that's someone that has no idea – you know, who Lucifer is. I think they genuinely didn't know what Lucifer was. And yeah, just, wow. It sounds cool. I'm pretty sure that was the little subheadline I read. We just thought it was a great sounding name, that sort of thing. Yeah, great. Okay. Do you know what it means? Well, I've just had a squeeze. The actual meaning means bearer of light. Yeah, okay. Now, I know it's it. It's Satan, you know. Well, Adolf used oh, to be a nice Satan. name too. But you still yeah, wouldn't that's do it now, would you? You know? <laughs> Once it's been commandeered, it's not yours anymore. Leave you can't it alone. reclaim it. You can't reclaim the bag of sticks. You can't reclaim, you know, <laughs> a lot of words. Yeah. It's unfair, but that's how the world is. The one for cigarette that you insist on saying, yeah. even though you don't smoke. That's gone. <laughs> Can I bummer? And you go, mate, don't say Fuck, that. What's next? Yeah. The, All right, mate, one, let's go. Mate, the one I feel bad for is uh, the actor who, who's had to put the initial from his middle name in his name, not unlike myself, Nicholas J. Cody, but he's Michael B. Jordan. Oh, yeah, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. There's an Australian boxer called Brad Pitt too, wasn't there? Oh, that's right. <laughs> so why don't you change your name? Because why don't you change his fucking name? <laughs> <laughs> Which I like. It's good. <laughs> but this but this kid was born in 1987. I think Michael Jordan was drafted in fucking 83 or something. Yeah. yeah. He was drafted before but- then. But then it's a pretty common name anyway. Like it's unusual. No, it's not unusual that two there are two Michael Jordans. Who cares? But you don't 
like he's American as well. So Michael Jordan is already three years into a career. He's won an Olympic gold medal. There'd be there'd be five thousand or ten thousand Michael Jordans in America, I reckon. Oh, I did just think they thought it was a cool name, didn't think he'd end up being famous. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Fair there'd be ones fair older than the basketballer Michael Jordan. Yeah. So that's who I you know, that's who I feel fucking, worse for. It's the older ones. Yeah. Yeah. Especially like if you're Imagine being like 70 years old and your name's Logan Paul or something. <laughs> just a fuckhead, just a young fuckwit. You're Corey Worthington and you're 60. You're fucked. Well, man, even the I've had the odd Uber driver, Osama, you go, oh, oh sorry, man. Yeah. Actually yeah. a pretty cool name. Just one bloke's <laughs> fucked it for you there. All right. All right, mate. <laughs> Should we get in? Yeah. Let's do it. Woo! All right, mate. This week we're looking at US Airways Flight 732, July 22, 2015. And uh, this is Charlotte, North Carolina to London. Hold on. Woo! I dress myself in cashmere. Woo! 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 Mate, we're back. Good old Charlotte Douglas Airport. We're going to go there. Um, Charlotte Douglas, I, I know we've covered this many a time by by being there a lot. It's a fucking epicenter, that joint. Your donut needs in Charlotte Douglas, very well catered for. <laughs> two Duncans, two Cinnabons, and a, a Brioche Doré if you're after something a little more decadent. Uh, I don't know if you know about this joint. It's a bit of a chain. Brioche Doré, besides tea and coffee, have exactly how many things on the menu? Oh, you know, oh, fuck. It's going to be very little or a lot. I'm going to say one. No, four. Just a bun. Yeah, <laughs> just a bun. Yeah. No, they've got, they got a, they've four things. There's an almond croissant and a brioche and for sweets, a lemon tartlet and a chocolate eclair. Yeah. I've always subscribed to keeping a menu simple. Yeah. I mean, just stop trying to do too many things. Do one thing well, no, everyone's turning it. up. Yep. Uh, also, I love that they they don't have almond croissant considered as like a sweet. Yeah. I know it is a baked good, but fuck me if that's not a sweet. Oh, absolutely. That's a sweet. Not to them, it's not. I mean, sugar <laughs> is in your main course. Yeah. They put sugar on a steak. <laughs> corn syrup. That's that's just your garlic-flavored corn syrup. That's your sauce for your surf and turf. Sugar fucking everywhere there. Mad fruit. Uh, although I've seen pictures of their stuff at Brioche Doré and uh, it's what you'd expect from what Americans think of the French <laughs> and their cuisine. Rock hard Huge. croissant, like a loaf of bread I, someone's shaped into one. And is it a, yeah, is it like a four pound croissant? Like is there a, is there a weight attached to the? <laughs> a weight in brackets. <laughs> it's a half pounder, half pounder croissant. It's, I mean, there's nothing, there's not a ruler next to it or anything. <laughs> but uh, there should be something there, like a matchstick or something for size. Uh, anyway, this week, mate, our uh, protagonist is none other than Sarah Elizabeth Buffett. Oh. Uh, four, 41. Is this a oh. – No relation to philanthrope capitalist. Oh, fuck, you'd Buffett. be flat. You'd be flat. <laughs> Warren Buffett says that gambling is a tax on ignorance – should be outlawed. What do you make of that? 
Well, I wouldn't mind that if he his whole life wasn't built on shares. Yeah. In the stock market. That's yeah. just it's still gambling. Yeah. But it's not poor people gambling, so it's it's all right. Well, I have heard this cigarette tax, booze tax, it's all poor gambling tax. tax. It's all poor, just tax. poor tax. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, poor like if there wasn't that though, poor people managed to give their money to rich people somehow. They're gonna do it. Like you give you give you and it inevitably happens, give a poor person forty million dollars from the lottery. <laughs> They'll hand that over fairly promptly. <laughs> Might as well just drive down to fucking Park Lane oh. and give it to them first day. <laughs> if I found out that one of, like, a neighbour of mine won $40 million, yeah. I'd, I'd immediately just open a jet ski dealership, like a jet ski In your watch. front yard. Yeah, <laughs> like lemonade, just made fresh. <laughs> They do some great shit. I I've, I love lottery winners and what they get up to. Why not? Like it's, our, it, our mate Bart Freeband said he was, he's on the Gold Coast and he uh, he's on the Gold Coast for gigs and he said he was at Pack Fair. Yeah, and there was a there was a Rolex store next to an UGG Express. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you're wearing UGGs and a Rolex, fuck oh, that is. I got one of those two things on right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not one of life's winners. Uh, well, I, I love what lottery winners get up to. Like everyone gets so sanctimonious. Go, why didn't they just buy? Oh. Why do you care? They're not your. It's not you. Oh, you're just my, jealous. I, you didn't win it. I love it. I I find it's it exciting. Fantastic. To me, yeah. it's it's the financial version of evil can evil. Yeah, <laughs> you're just you're just watching someone fucking go for it. <laughs> You go, come on, but you're cheering them on. What are they going to yeah. do? You know, oh fuck, they bought an elephant. How the fuck did they get an elephant? I go to aristocrat, aristocrat, get a couple of more chili machines and try to jump a bus with a forklift with them on a pallet. <laughs> whatever, do what you want. What's going to happen? You yeah. die. But other than that, whatever. Uh, Sarah Buffett, on the other hand, she's a she's a lawyer. Remember, so still doing all right. Remember, lawyers being the most maligned profession. Mm. That was a fair while ago before real estate agents and f- fucking personal trainers and stuff were reviled. Same time that blondes were bimbos. Yeah. Remember remember blonde jokes? They were terrible. Not for the sentiment, oh. more for the quality. My mate Nick Novak, who has been brought up in this show many times. Yeah. I, I think I may have even told this story once. He tried to print, we're in year eight or nine, he tried to print a blonde joke off the internet yeah. Yeah. He wanted, that he wanted to show us, but he didn't know that if you printed the web page, it would print the whole page. And it was like 36 pages of blonde jokes just oh, popping out man. at the front desk. At the- <laughs> you had to pick up your printing at the front desk. <laughs> just sitting there. Ganker, 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 One of the admin people have got to, got to go through it. Like old school. Oh, just um, chemists getting your photos. Photos, they're reading yeah. blonde jokes down at the reception. Fuck, we're just crying. It's the best. On the on the blonde jokes, though, I've never heard anyone sticking up for Scandinavians during the blonde joke epidemic. Like this, well, you don't. You know, no one's ever done that. Nordics all rich. Fuck them. That's the sort of sentiment. Yeah, With, rich, uh, tall, good looking, blonde jokes. Happy. They always win. Like happiest. You know. Yeah, still some grubs there though. 
But oh, 100%. Like, as far as they can't help being blonde, just like anyone else can't help what they look like. So make fun of it, whatever. Punching up, as they call it. Uh, Sarah, at the time of the Lord's Year of 2015, was a partner at Nelson Mullins Law Firm, one of the largest law firms in the US. Not far off Nelson Muntz, that name of, yeah. of Simpsons fame. Mm-hmm. But, uh, that fucking dead horse is still being flogged, isn't it? A bit past its use by date, I reckon, the Simpsons. Oh, yeah, but that's that's America though, isn't it? Yeah. I haven't copped an episode this century. No, we had one of the blokes from the office, the US office on our show, and uh, we're talking about, you know, trying to follow up the success of the UK one. Yeah. And he said, well, they only did 12 episodes or whatever, or 14 episodes, and we did 180 or something. Yeah. Yeah, well. Oh, they using that as a brag, were they? Yeah. You couldn't. You, you couldn't do more than 12. We did 180. Yeah. It really is a quantity continent, isn't it? Where uh, The Office started filming in Sydney just recently. Yeah. The Aussie version. The Aussie version of The Office. I thought there'd only been two, the UK and the US, but there's been 14 of them. Yeah, right. Ricky Gervais is just cashing in. Franchise it. Still comes crawling over to stand up every now and then, doesn't he? So, Well, crawling over, not really. It's arenas. It's not really crawling back. Well, it's it's not crawling back because he never started as one, I don't believe, but he's definitely yeah, crawling true. over because it's the only yeah. one that's respected by other comics, I believe. I don't know. It's a weird one because I know some rich people who side door stand up and it's, I don't know, it's not, not like someone who's grown up doing it or who's started poor doing it. Doesn't work out what I've seen so far. Uh, well, anyway. it's like it's like rich people that get into fighting. Yeah, yeah no, it's no, like no, someone no, no. who's who's got no brothers becoming a boxer. <laughs> yeah, fuck, I don't think so, mate. What do you What do you mean? <laughs> like a rich stand-up? I'm not. I'm not oh. fucking copping that. Yeah, started at twelve, did you? All right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> your opponent's got twelve years' experience by that time. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Nelson Mullen's law firm is based in beautiful South Carolina. And uh, Nelson Mullen's managed to put themselves on the map. The Gamecocks. What's the Gamecocks? South Carolina. South Carolina. Team or something. Yeah. That's their name. The Gamecocks. Yep. yep. South Carolina Gamecocks. What? As in they're well up for it, that sort of game? <laughs> or is a Gamecock no, like a. Um, like a bird, I assume. Game, like a, a rooster. That you wear yeah. or shoot like game. Well, game. Yeah, I reckon it's more game. Yeah, right. Eh? Um, bit gamey. I'm having a look at their logo. Fuck, it's a hectic looking bird. Oh, yeah? I've never really seen it. Yeah, it's almost like a um, like a griffin. Oh, it's a it's a fictitious one, is it? No, no, no. It's a real one. They've just it? made it look scarier than it is. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Right. 
yeah, you can put a grimace on a chicken if you want. Yeah. Razor blade toenails, whatever you fucking want. You got a pen out. It's not worth done. Not fooling me. Still chicken. Uh, in 1903, Patrick Nelson two, one of the oh, firms. Sorry, yeah, go sorry. On. Just quickly, the Gamecock was named for General Thomas Sumter, a famed guerrilla fighter of the Revolutionary War, who was known as the Fighting Gamecock. Oh, okay, here we go. Brought a bit of that into it. Okay, so he was known as a chicken. And they've taken that, modernised it. Uh, Patrick Nelson too, in 1903, successfully defended politician James Tillman. This is law defended, not bashed, who definitely, definitely shot and killed progressive journalist Narciso Gonzalez, who had written a few scathing editorials about James. Those were the days, weren't they? Oof. You said something about me. You're dead. Uh, he got acquitted. And the lesson from that American Dream story is that's a bloody good lawyer. That's all they take out of that. Not, oh, a guy shot a guy because he said something mean. No. It's exactly what happened, but uh, good lawyer, bang. Nelson Muntz Law Firm, straight on the map. Wow. Well, yeah. I looked up. Did you say James Tillman? James Tillman, yeah. Governor James. He was governor, I believe, or a, a, a politician of some description. Well, I looked up James Tillman, and the first one that popped up was a man who was wrongfully convicted oh, yeah. and served 18 and a half years in prison before being exonerated by DNA testing. Jeez, yeah, I, saw, I saw that one too. Don't name your kid James Tillman. They haven't no, had time. There have been a few, but it's quite a common name. Uh, but, yeah, I saw that one too. It's uh, DNA. What did he get? Probably got about a million bucks or something, which is what you'd earn in 20-odd years, I reckon, as a – and every man these days. Uh, several members of the the governor of Connecticut offered him five hundred thousand. He'd oh. been in there for fucking eighteen and a half years. Oh my goodness, a bit higher. No thanks. I'd be holding out. Several yeah. members of the state legislature introduced a bill to provide Tillman with a total compensation of five million. Yeah, did he get it? Uh, yep, unanimously voted to present him with five million. To assist him in living comfortably following his wrongful imprisonment. Man, um, I hope, I mean, we talk about lottery winners, but I hope he spent that a little wiser than your average bang well, payday. What I worry about, there's nothing since then, which could be also good, mm. but he got that May 16, 2007, one year before the GFC. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You just hope. Well, I just hope he... he you know, capitalised and got actual yeah. assets like jet skis and stuff. <laughs> Not pretend yeah. shares and shit he doesn't know anything about. Uh, Sarah Buffett, respected graduate from Cornell Law School. Cornellians, as they're known after graduating. It's a bit icky, isn't it? Old boy yeah, clubs. Game, Cornelians. Gamecocks is better. Mm. The Gamecocks. But like a school thing. My school has that. Like at my high school. Like, oh, you're a... Like they they got their name oh really for the oh man gross I think I think Westbourne's the uh, the old grammarians yeah that sort of thing is oh, yeah nauseating isn't it uh, one famous Cornelian is Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg who died in twenty twenty uh-huh. remember this yeah I got an R I P out even though I didn't know who she was Ruth Kander forever. <laughs> 
as the eight-year-old daughter of a Twitter account Twitter account owner said at the time. <laughs> you know, you know, are they still doing it? You know, people are saying their kids said this. One oh, of, of the course worst they are. things on the internet. Yeah. Oh, my my three-year-old said, "Dad, why can't you know if everyone just get the same amount of food?" As if it, you don't think like that, you little fuckhead. Bullshit. Mm. No one's saying that. Yeah. Liars. Uh, Sarah Buffett, though. Not like my son that drew chalk on his face and said, Daddy, I did an indigenous painting on my head. Yeah. You go, mate, you can't be doing that. There you go. That's generally what four-year-olds are saying. Yeah. Oh, they think about themselves go. and themselves only. <laughs> so it's, they don't have a social conscience. Full of shit. This is what my son says mainly. Daddy, why you yell fucking again? Yeah. There we go. <laughs> and now he knows. He knows he can say it to tell me off. Yeah. So he's wrapped when he catches me. There's, there's nothing about world peace or solving famine. No. And the answer is, why do you reckon, son? Have a look what's going on <laughs> through that windscreen. Um, Sarah Buffett, true to her name, was flying in first class to London Beautiful. when she took a sleeping pill called Zaloplon to unwind oh. and sleep. I'm starting to think these drug names, never good. That that sounding, yeah. you know, like an X or a Z, it's always. Oh, Zs, Zs are some of the worst, I reckon. I had a yeah. bit of a squiz at Zalaplon. What a drug. This is yellow sticker hypnotic sleeping pill. Also, not to be taken with high-fat foods. That precludes a lot of people, oh. doesn't it? Don't have Zalaplon yeah. and a 24-wing bucket, whatever it is you're going to have. Zalaplon. <laughs> uh, these are the. This is may cause serious or possibly life-threatening sleep behaviours. Some people who took Zaloplon got out of bed, drove their cars, oh. prepared and ate food, had sex, ooh la la, made phone calls, <laughs> sleepwalked, or were involved in other activities while not fully awake. That is terrifying. That's um, a fucking headless chook. Yeah, the headless chook pill. It's just the game chooks. I I never understand those pit where you know people take sleepers and then do stuff on it. Oh, yeah, man. Well, pill doesn't work. Yeah, you know how it's double negative though. That's why people are, are filching ADHD drugs when you're not. Doesn't it have the opposite effect or something? If you're ah, uh, know what I mean? What's that one that everyone yeah. takes? The Ritalin. Just, yeah, Ritalin. Or Dexies. Or Dexies. What are Dexies yeah. actually for? Are they for? Those I think people they're who can't concentrate or something. Yeah. Yeah. After they woke up, these people are unable to remember what they'd done. Uh, these activities may occur with Zaloplon, whether or not you drink alcohol or also take other sleep med- medications. Who's taking two different types of sleeping pills simultaneously? <laughs> That's fucking mad gamecock behavior, that is. <laughs> just two at a just time. Just go for a run. Oh, just God. do it. Do some goddamn work. Wait till you're tired. Go to sleep the end um yeah and risking risking that on a flight i'd be worried there'd be an emergency and they've had to divert you just can't do anything yeah i reckon if you're taking if you're taking two different types of sleeping pill you got to hand in your victim license when you do that <laughs> absolutely no way you can say you're not a you're, you're a victim also don't take too many one of the symptoms of a small overdose of zaloplon includes coma that's quite serious, isn't it? <laughs> you can oh, have God. an oopsie daisy oh. on Zalanopod. So, Z- Zalaplon. So, Zalaplon, sorry. 
Sarah is dabbling with something that's known to cause nightmares and weird behavior on a plane. She's also and washed comas. hers down. Yeah. With oh, three, here we go. A few white wines. Three glasses. Champagnes. Just three glasses of wine on an, on an empty stomach because she refused dinner. Oh, I don't want the fatty food. Yeah. Cause exactly. Habit. You want dinner, ma'am? No, thanks. Looks a bit fatty. <laughs> Kids out there, if you're not having dinner, don't drink booze and don't pop pills. Always full stomach. Ignore the warnings about the fat food. You're still better <laughs> off, I reckon. Uh, Sarah then became abusive and started to assault and intimidate the flight crew. Um, while being physically aggressive and verbally threatening, she also started damaging her seat. That's un- It's unclear how, without weapons, you can do too much to a plane seat. Head bunny, punching. You know, punch the vinyl. It doesn't care. Yeah. All the leather up there, already dead. You know what I'd like? I wish... Uh- I wish flight attendants, well, every passenger should have a little, uh, like a little clipboard next to their seat, like a patient in hospital. Yeah. And that way the flight attendant can come over and go, hey, g'day, Mrs. Buffett. What's going on here? Oh, you've got a Zlana, a Zellaplon or whatever in you. Yeah. A few glasses of red. They could just check the, the sheet. Yeah. You know, and it gets updated. That way they know what they're dealing with. Absolutely. Put everything through a drip. Knock them all out, I say. <laughs> Fucking depressurize the cabin a little bit, just a little bit. Knock them all Pain out. Steward get it. to the other end. Yep. Done. <laughs> uh, Sarah then, she then tried to smash a window with her entertainment remote control. Now we're cooking. Oh, yeah. That's Here a, we go. That's a design fault, isn't it? Like if the cord's long enough on those things to try and smash a window, or do you get trusted with the normal one in first class? Do you get a normal remote? But it's still on a cord. No, it's still got to be on a cord. Yeah. You'd think so. I don't know. No way me knowing. But if she's uh, in the, if she's in a, you know, a seat, if she's in a window seat. There's no one next to her. She's at a window. Pretty easy to, pretty easy to get to. What with the cord? Mm. Cord shouldn't be long enough. I saw a kid on the way back from Edinburgh. There was a kid just fucking yanking on it. Yep. And I'm just across from me, and I'm just looking at the parents. Like you're gonna, gonna stop this at any point? You know, point out, hey, it's not your, it's not your stuff. Yep. Treat it with respect. Nah, they're watching nah, something. Whatever. Some poor future bastard sitting in that chair with a TV that doesn't work. <laughs> That's his problem. Who cares? Next. People suck. Uh, she got out of her seat, Sarah, and stood in front of the cockpit door. So, Oh, great. Unlike a couple of weeks ago, they have not gone for the cockpit breach alarm. She wasn't taken that seriously, was she? Oh, that, I think that would enrage a drunk woman more. That they didn't go, are you trying to get in there? Yeah, if everyone, if she did a big defiant look at this, stand yeah. in front of the cockpit, it's like, ah, whatever, lady. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> we'll ignore you. You'll go away. All right, Sky Karen, get yeah. back to your chair. You're a puppy at Christmas. Who cares? She was acting in such a disorderly manner that flight attendants needed passenger assistance to secure her with plastic restraints. Uh, clearly, though, amateurs. Sarah was restrained twice, but both times she was able to remove the restraints. Again, I mean. Yeah. Again, this is where I I bring up Sky Lotto, but you open the curtain, you go Mm. to economy. Yep. And you go, it's a bit of fucking, there's men with moisturized hands up the front here. Everyone's fucking useless. Absolutely. Excuse me, sir, Confederate flag hat. I need a hand. 
We'll yeah. give you an upgrade. You can't tell me someone with a MAGA hat isn't a fucking Economy <laughs> McGregor. He's going to come up and sort shit out. <laughs> Did you just say Economy McGregor? Economy McGregor, yeah. <laughs> it's a great. I mean, say what you want about big heads, but they can fucking, they can operate zip ties. They can also build houses. So, you know, take it easy. Good with their hands. Um, when FA, yeah, when FA's asked for passenger assistance, though, they, they really should make sure only children are left in their seats. <laughs> like, realistically, only children don't help with anything for the rest of their lives anyway. Chances are they're not going to get up to help. You go, have you got older brothers or, you know, brothers similar age? We need your help. If not, sit the fuck down. You're useless. We need someone with some tricks up their sleeve, <laughs> some dirty little tricks. <laughs> I do. Now, having a four-year-old and almost two-year-old, yeah. I, I always knew that, you know, only children were largely selfish fuckheads that don't help or, you know. Yeah, good at chess. Offer anything it. up anyway. Yep. <laughs> but. It's inc- it no, just looking at them, I go, oh no wonder, yeah, like already in almost two years, the the little one, is is learning dodging, you know, yeah, throwing back, fighting from the bottom. Man, he understands sharing. The old one understands sharing now. He knows he's got to give his little brother some, yep. you know, if he gets it's something. An age old concept, it's like possums in New Zealand, no threats, <laughs> running riot, just just sitting there. Like, what are you going to do? Oh, dear. Yeah. Fucking hell. Um, eventually, she was subdued after a passenger held her down and wrapped tape around her lower legs. It's, it's unclear who was responsible oh. for that. I reckon a bloke with multiple brothers, really, but there's no evidence <laughs> of who it is either. It's just some dude who does a job and gets on with life, doesn't make a big deal of it. Yeah, just tied someone up. What of it? <laughs> No, I'm not going to be in your story. I'm off to NRG for a smoothie. Leave me alone. Yeah, I'm telling you. It's someone with big timble and work boots taking one of the uh, shoelaces out and just fucking hogtied her. The flight was diverted. They didn't get to Shannon. They didn't even get to Gander. They uh, turned around over Nova Scotia and went to the city of brotherly love, Philadelphia. Oh. where Sarah found that her freedom fries had been revoked. <laughs> Status arrested. That, that's the worst spot to land. They threw batteries at Santa. They don't fuck around in Philly. What? What's that? What do you mean? I didn't Philadelphia know. Philadelphia Eagles fans. Yeah. yeah they, threw, they threw batteries at Santa. Well, they're all just standing around with batteries in their hands, are they? No, I think. Like, um, we're talking double A's. Fuck, or, this is, I think it was in the 60s. Yeah. Um, Is this a famous event, Batteries at Santa? Oh, no. There was one where they threw snowballs at Santa. That was in the 60s. Oh, Where's yeah. the Batteries one? Well, that's fairly Or maybe it wasn't. And... Hold on. Well, a tightly packed snowball. I've caught one of them in the head. It's like a rock. Oh, no. Um, no, they threw D-cell batteries. At Santa. At players. Oh, it's in players. No, snowballs at Santa. Um, yeah, the Eagles coach remembers when he played for them being pelted with size D batteries. Jesus Christ. They're fucking mental. I was at a game once where someone, an opposition player got knocked out and stretched it off and everyone cheered. <laughs> yeah, right. They cheered Michael Irwin, who's one, who's one of the greatest wide receivers of all time. I yeah. think he broke um, Irvin, sorry. He broke, fuck, he broke his neck or something. Um, 
and they they cheered that. Brilliant. They cheered his neck injury. Whew, broken neck used animals. to be dead. Doesn't anymore. Thick necks though. Thick neck, necks a bit more fucking substantial these days, aren't they? <laughs> um, anyway, got to Philly. Zip ties got taken off and got replaced with something a little more professional. The, Beautiful. Um, the internet had a word or two to say about the incident and some sage <laughs> advice on how to avoid repeats in the future with this as a highlight. Uh, Truong right. Tiep says, all fly attendants need black bell martial art like all fly attendants of China Airlines and situation will be different. All fly attendants on China or Japan Airlines, they're very kind, but go to conclusions, they are different. Um, well I said. Get, I mean, I get the gist of what's been said here. It's not an ESL issue. Truong is claiming China Airlines, Japan Airlines, FAs, all have black belts no. and won't hesitate to unleash a fury if need be. I disagree. I doubt it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck, man. If anyone would have had the opportunity to hear about FAs laying waste to unruly passengers, it's us. Um, no way we wouldn't have come across some fucking mile-high kung fu by now. Um, <laughs> I do know, though, that uh, Hong Kong Airlines recruits do – do receive three hours training in Wing Chun. Uh, right. And they've got to do it in their uniforms. Beautiful. Bad. I like that. Yeah. Wing Chun's the only martial art developed by a woman, primarily as a self-defense uh, martial art. No mention of black belts, though. That's crazy. In, um, in Miami in 2021, the TSA were training p- potential flight attendants in uh, what three... What three acts of fighting were mentioned in this article? Pretty good. Well, I'm going to say chokehold. Nah, more more sort of barbaric. Not not even not even that developed. Oh, biting, scratching, hair pulling. Oh, fuck! I like the cut of your jib. It's stomping, elbowing, and gouging. <laughs> now we're cooking. <laughs> Real close quarters action stuff. <laughs> And they're all standing there with those torsos on a stick, just gouging their eyes and and Great. You know, getting them on the ground, stomping them and shit. Um, I do, I do like that. I like, forget it. all this fair play bullshit. We're in the sky. It's not fair. No, there is no meritocracy. Right. Uh, Sarah claims she only remembers refusing her dinner and then waking up to a passenger holding her down. Nothing else. What a time! Imagine that. That'd have to be triggering, wouldn't it? What if you, and she probably oh. is, like of the, you know, that generation when parents were not yet apologizing to their children for existing and kids had to finish their dinner or there'd be consequences. And then as an adult, I don't want dinner, thanks, results in being tied up in her mind. <laughs> yeah, Last thing, I don't want dinner, thanks. And then you're fucking tied up. Oof. Mate, I t- when I hit the deck on the sunny coast last year, I oh, said yeah. dehydration, whatever the fuck happened, I don't know. But I just remember waking up and there was Jacques Barrett, Mick Nevin. There were a few people around me and I'm going, get the fuck. Like I was trying yeah. to get up off the floor. Yeah. And it is a bit, you are a bit aggro. Oh, fuck off. Oh, yeah. Everyone's standing around me for. And then you stand up and everyone's like, we thought you had a fit. You know, oh, fair enough. Give me some room. I'm still going to punch you all. But, uh, yeah. You laugh no, at it, me. No, you come to and you're like, what, what's happening? Yeah. So I never I never blame them for that. Even, the, even though the person has, you know, done everything themselves taking the pills and the booze that allowed it to happen. Oh, yeah. Their oh. reaction when they come to, I go, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, paramedics and, and first responders and stuff must 
they must be covering their nuts and shit when they've got to wake someone up on the street because you wake up fighting, some strangers are standing over you. Well, they, That's why. You, yeah, they discovered the with Narcan, the opioid reverse drug. Yeah. For people that have heroin overdoses, they give them oxygen now because that's why they'd be aggressive. Ah. They were short of oxygen. Okay. Well, so I they put the oxygen on on them first and then give it to them. I mean, whenever I've had to do first aid courses and stuff, you go up and kick someone in the feet. You don't walk up like in the movies. Oh. Nice tight shot yeah. and start, you know, touching their shoulder. You are right there? <laughs> no, you're kicking their feet, can't you? You're awake, you know, whatever. Throw throw some rubbish you find on the ground at them. Whatever. You're not going up near their face. I'll bite you. Poke them with a stick. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the the, uh, the evidence is already in about Zolaplan and alcohol. Many documented instrument, incidents of uh, people not remembering what they got up to. And she, uh, Sarah, has quite wisely put that forward as her defense. Um, I just wasn't that hungry, okay? Uh, Nelson Mullins issued a statement apologizing to passengers for any inconvenience and announced Buffett's suspension pending the investigation. So I'm confused. Oh, wow. Where do you stand there with corporate virtue? Surely a law firm should hold off and wait. Guilty until innocent oh, appears in this instance. Of course. Due process? Nah, she's suspended. Just think, I think they'd know, but you know, um, very convenient. Also, why do, they, why do they have to say anything? That's, that's the bit that always gets me when someone's workplace comes out. Yeah. Punch someone, you know. Was she working on the plane? No. Yeah. Whatever. Well, it's it's a blurry line when it comes to Twitter opinions and stuff. Uh, yeah, but you know, you got to say you're good people. What job do you have? I reckon is if it's under a certain amount of dollars per hour, just say whatever you want. Oh, for sure. You can't be, for example, an Australian rugby player on about a million and start saying mad shit. <laughs> no, <laughs> if you're a cleaner, people just accept it and go, "We'll punish you. You're gonna have to be a cleaner. Already am. Get fucked." <laughs> Say what I want. Make America great again. Fuck you all. <laughs> Quite liberating. It? It's all they've got. Um, Sarah ended up, she got boned from Nelson Muntz in the following days. Boof, piss off. Don't drink on an empty stomach, Sarah. Uh, so she went and started up her own law firm, Buffett Immigration Law. Is this Erin Brockovich? Yeah. Or did she, she get sacked from something and started no, her own firm? I don't know what it's about. To be honest, she, I mean, that's something to do with law and Julia Roberts. That's um, all I know. Self-employed people rarely get sacked, so do what you want then. I'm finding it incredibly hard to lose my job at the moment. <laughs> I'd, I'd fucking love to never work for anyone else ever again. It's pretty good. Some real positives here, though. Like she's turned the crisis of getting sacked into the opportunity of opening her own business and hopefully turning a serious buck off desperate immigrants will pay anything for a better life. That's how you get them. Bam. Especially land of the free. She, Lemons uh, into lemonade. I like it. For sure. I love it. Uh, she was charged with intimidating a flight crew member and interfering with a flight crew member's duties in violation, a crime that could lead to a possible prison sentence of up to 20 years. What do you reckon she got? Oh, no. She already lost her job. She'll pay a fine. I'll say, oh, fuck, the guy last week only got $2,500 fine. Mm. But I'll say it's America. That to divert. I'll say four grand and a suspended sentence. Yeah, she was sentenced to five years probation during which time she was banned from flying and also had to submit Mm. to some substance abuse testing. 
I don't know what that involves if you're self-employed. And the fine (laughs) was $0. So nothing. Uh, Nothing. Just five years probation, don't fly. You're on, you concentrate on building up your business in South Carolina, love. Um, I also think that you'd rather cop a 10 grand fine than be able to fly. Yeah, probably. But, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, that's punishment enough for a first-class flyer, isn't it? Get on the Greyhound if you want to go somewhere. Yeah, you don't know, you've done those mind gigs where everyone's allowed three beers a day or something and they try to find yeah. ways to shotgun their cans to get maximum benefit. Oh, of course. I've done one at a mine site, Outback WA, where they thought for the health of all the staff it would be better to not have a bar on the site. Yeah. But if you wanted to, you could bring your own booze. Oh, that's and so there's blokes, there's blokes turning up to a two-week shift just with a, a fucking duffel bag filled with Jim Bean. And, of course. You know. People making but, it in their toilets. It's yeah. got that real prison feel out there. I don't know. I've been to a couple of mines and it's not great. Like it's just paying no. prisoners basically. Yeah. It's fucking terrible time sleeping in those horrible dongers. And, dongers, yeah. Ugh, hard labor. I don't know. How much, how much do we love money? yourself through that. 12 hours. 12 yeah. hours on, 12 hours off. Yeah. Fucking grim town. Yuck. <laughs> Yuckaroo. Hey, could be in a donger right now listening to us though. Yeah, I was just going to say, said sp- that, good on you fellas and ladies, well done. Driving your trucks. If you've got nothing to spend your cash on, get on patreon.com slash midflight brawl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. i got to go. Really appreciate it. Thanks for listening, everyone. Get on midflightbrawl.com to see our upcoming live dates. We're getting around the joint. We'll see you somewhere out there soon. Heggy, any tour dates or anything coming up? Oh, I'm off to France very soon, mate, so no. Beautiful. I'll sit on my ass. Uh, when I get back, I'll be getting very busy, though. So keep you posted. Get in. Mm. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye, mate. Right. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid-flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.